Welcome to the Boozy Blondes Podcast. She's Molly. And she's Chrissy. We're best friends on a quest to bring you all things boozy. Let's get lit. Pop. Fizz. Clink. Let's drink. Welcome back, Lushes. Today's episode is all about St. Patrick's Day. If there's a holiday for drinking, it's definitely St. Patrick's Day. I always love being Irish, but especially on St. Patty's Day. Everyone knows St. Patrick's Day is a holiday that you dress in green, start your day with kegs and eggs so you can watch the parade and go get your drink on while listening to some great music and even better, drunken people watching. But do you know the real history? I don't. I didn't either until I started doing this research and I found a lot of cool stuff. But before I give you a five minute or five second probably history lesson, (laughs) how about you tell us what our dough is today? All right. So today's dough is called glazed over, which is appropriate because that's how I feel usually after every (laughs) St. Patrick's Day celebration we partake in. Um, Glazed over is from Mobcraft Brewing. If you followed our social media over the holidays, Chrissy and I had the um, advent calendar from Mobcraft, 24 awesome Mobcraft beers. And um, we saved this one because we it's were so, so excited. And yeah. It has donuts on it. It's just, I love it. Mm-hmm. So Mobcraft does the collaboration um, with people like us who aren't brewers. And this one came from Kate Bruno in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And Glazed Over is an imperial cream ale with donuts, honey, cinnamon, vanilla, and maple syrup. It is so freaking good. It's amazing. I love this. And um, it's actually strong. It's 7.6%. Yeah, I think maybe that's why I thought it was going to be really dark because usually it's the dark beers that just sneak up on you and are really strong. Um, but this one's nice and light. It kind of has like a honey color. It is so yeah. freaking good though. Mm-hmm. It, the can matches our hair color. We're, we're wearing our like mermaid green St. Patty's Day wigs because we had to get festive. Yeah, totally. We love our costumes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and the can does match our hair. <laughs> We've taken many photographs that we'll share with you. Mm-hmm. Um, But okay, here's your five-second history lesson. This is what I learned anyway. St. Patrick's Day is celebrated annually on March 17th, the anniversary of the death of St. Patrick, which was in the 5th century. The Irish have observed this holiday as a religious holiday for over a thousand years. On St. Patrick's Day, which falls during the Christian season of Lent, Irish families would traditionally attend church in the morning and celebrate in the afternoon. Lenten prohibitions against the consumption of meat were waived, and people could dance, drink, and feast on the traditional meal of Irish bacon and cabbage. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, except when you give up drinking for Lent. That's just, oh <laughs> And my then God. you can't partake. Because that happened, I forget what year, like 2016 maybe, I said I was going to give up drinking for Lent, and then St. Patty's Day fell during That was Lent. a punishment for all of us. <laughs> You know, and that's really funny because I remember going to mass like a couple of years ago and the priest said, listen, if you're giving up something for Lent and it's really going to affect the people around you, maybe you should reconsider. (laughs) I said, well, that would have been good to learn, you know, five years ago. Yeah. Because I did. I punished Chrissy, punished Drainer. Yeah. (laughs) We were all like, are you kidding me? When when can we have our real Molly back? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you had a DD, but no, no, not Not, worth it. Not equal. (laughs) But, I mean, even back in the day, they would get that one day where they could give up all of – everything was waived and Mm -hmm. they could drink and feast and dance. So the Irish (laughs) had it right. (laughs) But um, so it said that it's been – since around the 9th or 10th century, people in Ireland have been observing the Roman Catholic feast day on St. Patrick's Day 
um, which is March 17th. And I don't know about you, but St. Patty's Day always makes me think about the St. Patrick's Day parades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we grew up just outside of Scranton, and Scranton has their giant St. Patrick's Day parade every year. There's over 12,000 people between the bands and the step dancers, everybody on the floats. They have celebrities there sometimes, like somebody from The Office. Oh, okay. has definitely. I, I was like, what? Celebrities no. <laughs> in Scranton? <laughs> oh, my God. My hair is getting so like, staticky. <laughs> We're wearing um, <laughs> our headphones over our wigs. Yeah, this could be Sorry. a problem. Okay, so... Anyway, um, so Parade Day is a, a huge deal in Scranton. And according to Wikipedia, the Scranton Parade is one of the largest in the United States, which I didn't know. And it's actually the second largest in the country for a city of its size. Are you serious? Yeah. Um, so they've been holding the parade since 1962. And um, fun fact, the first American, no, the first St. Patrick's Day Parade was held in America, not Ireland. You knew that, didn't you? Only because I started doing this research. Uh-huh. I I so I woke up Phil from his nap because when I read this, <laughs> I go, no shit. Like, are you kidding me? I so you have to tell this fact because I thought it was really so cool. Oh, okay. It, I thought you were gonna tell no, us. No, it blew my mind. Yeah, so the first St. Patrick's Day parade was held on March 17th, 1601, in a Spanish colony in what is now St. Augustine, Florida. Our hometown. Yeah. How cool is that? We came from Scranton to St. Augustine. Total, total, total St. Patrick's Day fans. <laughs> yes. I mean, there could not Fun be facts. a more perfect tie into our episode about St. Patty's Day in our hometown. You owe me a drink for St. Phil. Now I owe him two, but when does he have time to take a nap? Uh, I don't, it was like two days ago when I was doing all this research <laughs> and he was sitting next to me watching football and like, I just all of a sudden heard him like, he just like laid a little on his side and I'm like oh yeah his eyes are closed he's yeah. definitely napping but I wasn't gonna wake him up because he never naps but then but I, you did then I yelled no way oh. <laughs> <laughs> or no shit I don't know <laughs> so Rainer actually yesterday before we were coming to your house fell asleep I think for literally less than a minute because I came around the corner I go oh no and he <laughs> flew Chris I never he flew out of his chair his arms went like the little guys at the um, parking lots at car dealerships yeah. that wave and oh his feet kicked God. and he goes, Molly, you scared me. <laughs> Woke him right out of a dead sleep. Anyway. Uh, we only let him sleep when it means we can hang out longer. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we had to go. Yeah, we had to get you moving. weren't here yet. So. Right. Anyway, so yeah, the very first St. Patrick's Day parade was held in St. Augustine, Florida. I think that's really cool. Chrissy, do you know where the largest St. Patrick's Day in the world is held? Boston? Nope. Boston's a top, I think it's top four, the fourth. Oh, that would make sense. Do All I get another Irish. guess? Sure. Um, Savannah? That's number three. Oh, I'm getting warmer. Mm-hmm. New York? Yes. All right. So the New York City Parade attracts over two million people every year, and it's actually bigger than the parade in Dublin. Dublin is number three. Okay. So New York is one, London is two, Dublin is three. But then in America, Chicago, Savannah, Boston, and your favorite, New Orleans. Yes, I saw New Orleans was on there. They ran, of course. We must have been looking at the same thing because I looked up, it was like top 15 places in the U.S. to celebrate St. Patty's Day. Mm -hmm. Did you see what number 13 was? No. Scranton. Go Scranton, lucky 13. I was, again, I yelled no way. Because I was like, <laughs> there's no way. Because at first I thought it was like top 15 places of all time. Yeah. And like Scranton should not be on this list. But it's said in the US and like you said, it they do go all out. Like the parade is 
a full weekend festivity. <laughs> okay, so I've been to the parade only once, and I was a little kid, and really? I only remember eating a green bagel. So oh do you have any parade memories? Because I, I don't so, um, in Scranton. Yeah, like a ton from being a kid, because I would go with my parents and grandparents, and I remember not being a fan. I mean, as a kid, how can you really be a fan of a parade? Like, you just are... Standing in the cold or, like, sitting mm-hmm. if you were lucky enough to get there early to have, like, a chair. But, um, yeah. yeah. Unless they're handing stuff to you, like, throwing candy or, yeah. you know, I don't that's know. too long. Um, but I think um, I came back from college. I was, like, maybe 20. And um, Scranton, they do, like, all the bars open really early. Mm-hmm. So they, they don't, they're not normally open at, like, 6 a.m., but they'll be open, <laughs> and they were doing kegs and eggs. So they were serving yeah. breakfast and green beer. And so I thought that was cool. Yeah. Like, just, you know, the whole, like, social aspect of it. I really liked that. But, you know, I don't love mornings. I don't love cold. And it was all of that. Yeah. I think also when I was a teenager, I might have ridden a horse in, like, the 4-H part of the Saint Oh, Patrick really? You State were parade. in the parade? Yeah. There was one parade that I rode, and I remember being, like, how is this still happening? It was like the longest ride of my life and it was so boring <laughs> and cold. And I'm like, yeah, no, this is not for me. Yeah. But um, it could have been a different parade. I don't know if it was St. Patrick's Day. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't remember <laughs> seeing you, but I don't think I knew you back then. Yeah. <laughs> back in your horse days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, oh, well, you said, you know, you like celebrating St. Patrick's Day. You love being Irish. I am yes. not Irish. And at all. My name's Molly. Yes. You know, I feel my I feel like all your siblings have Irish first names too. Yeah, I get. I don't know. Jamie. Is that Irish? Yes. Thought it was more Scottish. Megan. Megan for sure. And Andrew. Andrew. And yeah. I don't know. You're an you're a secret what? Irish family. You just don't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I've never done the kegs and eggs. Never did the Scranton parade as an adult. I wouldn't mind going back to do it one day, but you know, I'm usually not up in Scranton that time of year. Yeah. But so. it's cool that we come from a such a like popular destination, St. Patty's Day <laughs> destination. I yeah. never like I never expected to see Scranton listed as like top fifteen places in the U.S. No. to celebrate St. No. Patrick's Day. We took it for granted, I guess, when we lived there. And honestly, the other places I've lived, I've never gone to St. Patrick's Day parades or anything like that yeah. until here in St. Augustine, yeah. where the first parade ever was held. And um, we were wearing these wigs. Yeah, yeah. No, you had a different wig on. You had like the um, Tokyo wig. But oh, in yeah, green. yeah, yeah. I have a plethora of green wigs, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm, I guess I'm not normally a parade person, but this one doesn't start super early in St. Augustine. So you guys got me to go. Mm-hmm. I just hey, we've gone a couple times. There was like stormtroopers and kilts. Yeah, I remember that part too, because there was a lot of them and there was pirates. Oh my God, that's right. The pirates. They weren't float. Irish, but there were pirates. I remember pirates bagpipes so let's talk about like why to do st patrick's day in st augustine because it wasn't listed on there as like a destination in the u.s to do st patrick's day i'm okay with that but i feel like it should be because i I love it so because everybody comes here this like for the nights of lights they need a break for st patrick's day so this is like your palate cleanser come back (laughs) after nights of lights and all the holiday craziness is over um, so benefits, in my opinion, is you get to party in the place where the first St. Patrick's Day parade happened. I mean, it's cool to be able to say that. Um, you get two festivals for one price, basically, um, because we do the parade. So Saturday is parade day. Mm-hmm. And then this year, they always do a Celtic fest, but 
they've kind of been like bookending St. Patrick's Day. Like we would do the parade and then have Celtic Fest at the following weekend. So I felt like it was like two weekends of St. Patty's Day. But this year, it's all happening on the same weekend, which is very convenient. So you can be here for all of it. So you can do the parade and you can go to Celtic Fest, which is two days of Celtic music and food and Highland games. And Mm -hmm. it's like the highlight of my St. Patty's Day. I love watching those Highland games. They're so funny. Um, And so I think another benefit is it's a lot less crowded than going to places that are super popular for St. Paddy's, like Savannah, Boston. Um, I've done Savannah. We went up just for a weekend, not for St. Patrick's Day. We were there like the weekend before leading up to it. Mm -hmm. And it was already just insane. Really? Yeah. They'd already dyed the fountains green, which was really cool. They dyed the river green too. Yeah. And I didn't get to see that, um, but it was just like so packed. So it's not as busy here. At least I I don't see it being like that crazy. And it's a smaller town, so it's feasible to do it all in one weekend. You do the parade, you do the Celtic Fest, and you can still enjoy some of like St. Augustine's historic offerings. Mm -hmm. For sure. When you brought up Savannah, I had mentioned that was like number three for um, largest parades in the country, Mm -hmm. in our country. And um, they also, like we said, dye their river green. My friend Haley, she has this dog, Riley. She's... um, um, like a dachshund, I think mixed with a chihuahua. Riley's cool. And Haley got Riley during the St. Patrick's Day celebration in Savannah. <laughs> I think kind of by accident, she woke up the next morning and had a little dog with her. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, but I love that story, and I love Riley, and I love Did Haley. Did she just find the dog, like, wandering no. around? Some guy was selling them out of a wagon. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, but that's hilarious. But that was a good buy. I mean, Riley, Riley's cool. She's still Impulse around. Buy. <laughs> yeah, I'll sell puppies to drunk kids. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's yeah. funny. Okay, so do you have any more benefits of like why you would tell people to come to St. Augustine for St. Patty's? For St. Patty's? Yeah. No, unless if you're a golf fan, um, since they moved the players back to March, it used it was in March and I went to May. Now it's back in March. It usually falls around the same time, mm-hmm. so you can. Go watch your favorite Irish players like Padre and Rory um, after you celebrate at Celtic Fest. Now it's a three for one. You get Mm -hmm. the players, you get the parade, you get Celtic Fest. Do you Mm -hmm. think any of them come down to see like Celtic Fest or anything? Not if they're winning. (laughs) Well, because it it goes the whole time, right? Yeah. Yeah. If it just so happens to fall on the same weekend, which this year, 2022, it will. Yeah. Oh my God. You would like lose it though if we were walking around Celtic Fest and like you saw one of your favorite golfers. Well, Megan used to love Celtic Fest because it wasn't her favorite golfer. Who's Rory? Who's Irish? But um, Emmett Cahill from Celtic Thunder usually comes and sings and that's Celtic her favorite. Celtic Thunder. I had that right? on here. I go, Celtic. Now who, you- <laughs> who was the Irish boy band that you and Megan liked? <laughs> Celtic Thunder. <laughs> Um, and I think, as I told your parents that one time, I think it was your parents, and they're like, is that like the thunder from down under? Go, no, 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 no. These not, guys are classy. Not even close. <laughs> like opera trained singers. But yeah, um, so Megan, she she always loved this festival, and, and she get to see Emmett. But, um, oh, you know one thing we haven't done at the Celtic Fest, which we want to do this year, mm-hmm. is the whiskey tasting. Yes. But they always, they always do it Friday night. When the festival starts. Yeah, they um, they offer a lot of different packages, which is pretty cool. I have all those facts on here somewhere. Let's see. Um, oh, okay. So we're going to get into Celtic Fest here for a minute um, because it's my favorite part of St. Paddy's Day in St. Augustine. I don't know why St. Paddy's and St. Augustine keeps like making me stumble. I'm like, wait. They both I? have saints. Yeah. 
Um, They're both good saints. That's yeah, it's just good. <laughs> Wait, um, so what are you talking about? Um, Celtic Fest yes. and all the packages. Yes. You want to take a break and get a refill? Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay. All right. You guys grab one too, and we'll meet you back here. Okay. Oh, that sound means it's time for a refill. When we're cool enough to have sponsors, this is where we'll share. But for now, just grab yourself a new drink if you're playing along with us. And we're back. Okay, so Celtic Fest. Um, This year, which is 2022 that we're recording this, um, it's happening March 11th through the 13th, which is Friday through Sunday. And this is what they have on their website. St. Augustine, Florida is America's oldest Celtic city, which hosts the multi-award winning St. Augustine Celtic Music and Heritage Festival. Experience (laughs) top international and U.S. Celtic bands, Highland Games, parades, whiskey tastings, workshops, lectures, Celtic food, and much more. Saturday morning, the festival hosts the original St. Augustine St. Patrick's Day Parade established right here in 1601. The Celtic Festival and the parade are produced by the Romanza St. Augustine, Inc. You can find out everything you need to know on their website, which is CelticStAugustine.com. Okay, so it kicks off Friday with a whiskey tasting, which we have said that we really want to do. It's something we haven't tried yet, and it's $50. You get to sample seven different whiskeys and learn the history of them and all the nerdy stuff behind them, which I think is really cool. Mm -hmm. No, we're getting tickets for that this year. Yeah, and I read that they're limiting the number of tickets, so we better do that soon. I think as soon as we end this recording, we should just jump on and get them. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, hopefully we have them and we can give you guys insider info about how awesome the whiskey tasting is but I have a note here because I really want to do this because drinking whiskey at Celtic Fest with Rainer I think really cemented our friendship drink oh my gosh do you remember that I'm like what are you talking about those two acted like they were children from the street who had just like pickpocketed a bunch of people had a bunch of change and maybe some tickets towards a drink I don't know and couldn't count oh my well so I got like money from Phil I just was like hey, Phil, do you have any cash? And I didn't tell him, like, what it was for because I would already definitely had more than enough drinks. Yeah. And I knew he would not be giving me more drink money. No. So he's like, yeah, sure, here you go. So he had some cash, and I was like, Rainer, I'm going to go get whiskey. <laughs> he just, like, his eyes got big, and he just, like, followed me. Like, I don't even think he said goodbye. Like, we just left. And we went to the whiskey tent. And it was, like, the end of the night. I think it was the last band. So, like, we knew the last call was coming. So yeah. we were going to have to see, like, how much we could get. So we're there and we're like seeing like, oh, you can do like a sampling or you can get this size or that size. So we just start pulling out like all of our money and like laying it on the bar top. Like we couldn't even figure out what we could buy. Like we just gave this woman like crumpled up. Like that's what I mean. Yeah. Like anything Tickets, you just pickpocketed out of people's lint, <laughs> buttons. Yeah. Like, and we were like, what can we get with this? <laughs> but I just remember we came back and had like the biggest grins on our faces because we we're like drinking our whiskey. Oh, yeah. Listening to Irish music. It yeah. was so awesome. I think you're right that Rainer just followed you, didn't say anything, because <laughs> I remember turning around like, where did you where go? Did they go? And you both had like shit eating green yeah. grins on your faces. <laughs> oh my God. Was that the year of Haggis? Mm-hmm. That was so much fun. Yeah. We had a good yeah. Time. So um, regular admission price um, right now is $15. Uh, so it starts like really cheap when they first release the tickets, and then the closer you get to the event, like the more they start raising the really? price. Really? Or you can buy them day of, um, but then you're paying day of prices, which are even more. But right now, um, 
as we've looked this up online, um, tickets are $15. So if you're just listening to this um, podcast right now, definitely go to CelticStAugustine.com to see how much the prices of the tickets are. Because you can get regular admission, which is just per day, or you can get a two-day VIP pass um, for $80. And this includes two free drinks, either beers or wine. Uh, access, not whiskey. Not whiskey. <laughs> they specifically only said beer or wine. Um, access to the VIP bars and bathrooms, and you get a little VIP swag bag. I think I said there was a t-shirt and some other cool stuff in there. So, I mean, we've discussed how we are very, uh, much up for paying for VIP access to things at this point in our life. So Mm -hmm. it's not bad. If I wish they had a one day Mm -hmm. because I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't need to go two days back to back. No, we had a big discussion about this, actually, and we decided, I think we're just going to pay one day admission to go on Saturday yeah. and buy the whiskey tasting yes. for Friday night. And then we can still hit the players this year because we still have yes. Sunday. We have to we have to juggle our weekend or of fun Or Thursday, here. yeah, or during the day Friday. Yeah, we got to figure this out. Um, but there's lots of cool stuff there. Um, it, they have vendor tents, food tents, all kinds of different bar tents, Um They'll feature local stuff and then a lot of just themed stuff that's there only for this Celtic Fest, um, like great scotch and whiskey tastings. Mm-hmm. Um, they have clan tents, too, which I thought was really cool because um, Phil is Scottish. So we went and found um, his Sutherland uh, clan and you could see like the color of their kilts and tartans yeah. and like find out, you know, how to even like get in touch with ancestries and like just research that a little bit more because, you know, I'm a little nerdy and I think that stuff's cool. Um, And then the Highland Games. I think that's one of the most entertaining parts. And that happens more earlier in the day. Um, And it's definitely family-friendly because I see a lot of kids there. They have, like, the blow-up rides. Oh, yeah. They have a couple, like, carnival carnival rides. Yeah. Yeah. It's super fun. (laughs) But, yeah, I think um, the music and the Highland Games are definitely worth going for. The bands are fantastic. They're always great. They have the headliners on the main stage, but then they have a couple side tents, too, Mm -hmm. that have – different musicians or there might be like a magician or yeah. a pirate uh-huh. like a comic like they they definitely have a couple other tents that you can see entertainment as well they have the um listings up for all the performers on the main stage and the small stage already um so you can check that out and kind of plan accordingly um i was reading over who's going to be there because we definitely have some favorites after mm-hmm. going for so long um so they're having almanac we love they play like diggery do right and <laughs> yeah the drums and just and like hardcore drums they're yes. so badass i love that it just gets you going and they're mm-hmm. like opening they're so into it too. and then closing the music set so yeah it's, feel, they're perfect i feel like they're like the twisted sister of rock music because they all have <laughs> yeah. like the long hair i mean uh-huh. they're traditional um irish like the kilt yeah, they're like and, headbanger and of yeah Celtic and they're music. just yeah just so they good. get so into it and then um steel city rovers We've seen them before, too. I really like them. And Dublin City Ramblers. And I feel like we've seen them. Yes. So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing those three again. And there's some new ones that I haven't heard before, which I'm excited about. No Haggis this year, which is a little disappointing. Haggis. Bring Haggis back. Yeah, we loved Haggis. (laughs) I don't even... I think that was probably... That was after you guys had the whiskey, too. And I was already feeling good. We were just screaming Haggis. Yeah, we loved them. Oh, my God. But yeah, so I'm very excited that it's happening again this year because um, I don't think they did. They didn't it. do it during COVID. Yeah, so I'm very happy because oh, it was that's right when at it the shut start, down. Yeah, start like of COVID. St. Yeah. Patrick's Day is when everything shut down here. Yeah. So wait, I'm, what year? Oh no, they didn't do it. That was 2020, but 
2021, I don't think they had it either. No. Uh-uh. And that was a year later. Yeah. But yeah. So it's been a while. So it's been two years. Oh my gosh. I can't wait. I'm more excited to go now. It's been way too long. Well, and it's really good for the town because it brings a lot of people here. Um, a, a lot of locals go out to just help mm-hmm. support everyone. Um, so I definitely want to give a shout out to some of our favorite St. Augustine, St. Patrick's Day bars. Um, I mean, every bar here is, you know, game for celebrating the weekend. Mm-hmm. But here's a couple that we love that I just feel like they scream St. Patrick's Day all year round. So I really like going during this weekend. Um, we have Barley Republic, which is definitely one of our local faves. We were just there last weekend. Mm-hmm. We, we ended our night there. We had some really good cocktails and beer. And some food. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Whatever food, food we like. Oh, or remember we, really... we got, like, the meat lollipops? No. <laughs> you didn't try those, but um, oh, what's the real word for them? I kept calling I them know. meat lollipops. I don't know. I don't remember. The it must have got been them. pork something if I didn't yeah. eat it. Um, backstrap? Maybe? Oh, pork belly? Pork belly. That's what it was. Ugh. On a stick? That, I don't know. It, it was probably on a piece of bone or something. But Oh, God. But okay. it was it was really, really good. And you and I yeah, got the pretzels. Yeah, you guys loved it. Oh, yeah. But then we had french fries, And french too, fries. Just because yeah. we were really hungry. They just have great food, great drinks. And um, it's an awesome Irish bar. So definitely check out Barley Republic. They usually set up a tent in their parking lot, too, and have yeah, bands there. Yeah, they've had there. parties. So... Um, but, you know, us being able to go there was a big win because we had been drinking all day and it was mm-hmm. one of those days where we just wanted to keep going. And usually somehow the boys trick us out of it or they make us go somewhere else and we lose our momentum. But we were allowed to go there. We got to eat. We got to hang out, have some more drinks. We saw our friends there, too. Remember, some of our friends came in like right when we were leaving. Yeah. I was I was happy for that win that we got to stay out longer. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I feel like one year we even kind of started our day there because maybe that's when it wasn't actually Celtic Fest. It was just St. Patrick's oh, Day. Oh, it was. Yeah. But no, I was talking about last weekend. Oh, last weekend. Like okay. when we were yeah, out yeah. all. Yeah. yeah. Because they wanted us to go home and we were like, remember, we one had more episodes. Bar. When we, the St. Augustine episode, we wanted to go to the winery after the breweries yeah. and somehow we didn't. That was a good we choice won. on their part. Well, their part. I know, but this one this was time, a good one. Yeah. This time we won. And that was clearly they got their meat lollipops. <laughs> but OK, so Barley Republic. I love me hands for St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, Bull and Crown, mm-hmm. which is actually an English pub um, and it's right on St. George Street, but it still has that, you know, Celtic feel. And shut the box. Yes. Um, King's Head, which is not in downtown St. Augustine. It's the one that has the double decker. Yeah. North bus. on US one a little bit. But that mm-hmm. place, I swear to God, you open the doors and it's like you've just stepped into Ireland. Mm-hmm. It is such an awesome. No, England. Pub. England. Yeah. Such an awesome um, pub. Very authentic. Um, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. They have like the Queen's like portrait everywhere. <laughs> they have a real fireplace. It's awesome. Um, and then Anne O'Malley's. Which that one's a great stop for the parade, for mm-hmm. Celtic Fest. I feel like they always have um, live music there. Um, I remember one year, okay, this is kind of a good St. Augustine story. I went there and really wanted green beer, and I could not find green beer like anywhere. Sorry, that was loud. I could not find green beer anywhere in town. So I went to the store and got food coloring. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, I'm prepared now. So I went yeah. back to Anne O'Malley's and I'm just like greening my beer. Yeah. This was like pre-COVID and I was just like walking around with my green beer, like so happy, so proud of myself. And everyone's like, oh my God, where'd you get green beer? And I'm like, do you want green beer? And I was just like squirting it in like random people's drinks to really? make their their beer green. <laughs> By the end of the night, my fingers were all dyed green. Yeah. I was like, this was a 
terrible idea. I'm pretty sure that was my Lent year when I wasn't yeah. drinking. Yeah, because yeah. it was just me, Phil, and Nikki, I think. Oh, and then never mind. I, but I remember really going good. to Ann O'Malley's the year I was Yeah, 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 because you came and um, that's when my mom gave us the hats. Yeah. Yeah. But there's been lots of good times at Ann O'Malley's and they have great music. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's always like a good party going on there. And they have a husband daycare there too. Oh, so like if you want to shop, you can drop your husband's off. That's a good idea. (laughs) That always says on the sign outside. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. Um, And then I wrote down Scarlet's because I mean. Because why not? (laughs) Yeah, it's not really an Irish bar or an English bar, but it just kind of has that St. Paddy's Day feel. It's right there on Cordova, which is like one of the closest spots to the um, Francis Field where the Celtic Fest is being held. Mm-hmm. So it's a good one. But Scarlet's is one of the longest lasting yeah, bars downtown too, I would say. An old faithful. It's been here for a long time. <laughs> an old faithful. Yeah. <laughs> That's one we used to like go to way back in the day. Oh, yeah. And then my last recommendation is Chatsworth, which is um, up on the Bayfront. And that's definitely more of an English pub, but it has that same really cool um, English vibe inside. Mm-hmm. And they have, what, like 80 taps or something? Yeah, they have a bunch of taps. And they have good food. They have really good like sandwiches, yes. too. And good so. good cocktails. Uh, they do a happy hour. and um, Do they, they do cocktails? Yeah. Remember we got, um, I don't know, something in those fancy coupe glasses one time? <laughs> no. Yeah, they definitely have a cocktail menu now. Okay, that's um, cool. Back when they were J.P. Henley's, I think it was only right. wine and beer. Yes, but okay. now it's full cocktails. You can get hot toddies and oh, stuff. Oh, no. You got that, like, uh, oh, was that a beer? You sent a picture. Phil had, like, a goblet yeah. or something. Was that just beer, though? I don't know. That might have been a cocktail. They make, um, they serve their sangria in that giant goblet, too. Mm, I don't know if I've had their sangria. Um, and then, oh, what else was like? Oh, they, they do a Guinness stew. Which is so At yeah, it's really good and so perfect for Celtic Fest. So hopefully they'll have it that weekend. I wish, what's it called, Prince of Wales would open back up. I know because they had a great Guinness stew as well, and, and, their and fish we and chips. oh my god, the fish and chips and Trish, we miss Trish. I know the bartender that like it made me sad making this list and not having them on there. They've been yeah. closed since COVID and. The the building is still there with the sign, so like we have to walk past it all the time, and it's mm-hmm. empty, and it's just like a it's little sad. tear. Yeah. yeah. So we miss you, Prince of Wales. Yeah, very much. Any other places you would recommend in St. Augustine for Celtic Fest, St. Paddy's weekend? No, I don't think so. I think that was a really good – they're all on different parts of town, too. Yeah. So no matter where you are, um, you know, you can go in, take a time out, enjoy a drink – Get heated up if it happens to be cold that weekend or cool off if it's warm that weekend. Because our March in St. Augustine is always really weird. I yeah. feel like one week is really hot, the next week is really cold. So those were good good recommendations. <laughs> oh, but speaking of fun Irish bars, you know what we need to talk about? It's not in St. Is that all your St. Augustine? That's all my St. Augustine, yeah. So we have had a couple episodes um, down at Disney for different events. And... Um, Raglan Road is still one of our favorite bars to go to the Irish bar at Disney Springs. And if you just need some good Irish tunes, Ryan O'Grady was the musician outside for so long. Yeah, you loved him. Oh, because he even sang Britney and Christina. Yeah, I loved him. Um, I think he's since retired, quote unquote, from Raglan Road. But during the day, they always have like the Irish step dancers. There's always a band inside, one outside. They have all the authentic Irish food and um that i just want to give a shout out to i Raglan love it Road. there yes no that is a very good recommendation and if you can get in at the end of the night 
That's great. Yes. When the band outside is finishing up, because you're all primed up and get to hear some good tunes. I remember Drink some Guinness. So my Irish boyfriend, that singer that Molly m- mentioned, I loved. And I remember <laughs> the one night I was feeling like really good. And I went up to him and I like had to tell him that I had a friend in Ireland. I was telling him about Lizzie. I'm like, she's in Ireland, actually Northern Ireland. And he's like, oh, he's like, you know, like he must have thought it was like family because I was like just like gushing about my Lizzie in yeah. Ireland. And um, I was like, no, actually, she's like my sister cousin. Like, and that's when he just like looked at me like he gave me the oh same God. look you're giving me right now. <laughs> But that was like an inside sister joke. Wife. Yes, for me and Lizzie because so she like we have no relation. We were neighbors and I'm really good friends with her parents. And so like growing up, their girls were like my girls. So the fair child. Yeah, we've, we've the talked fair about children. them before. Yeah. So I used to take Lizzie to um, Harry Potter uh, at Universal and I the people just never know how to take us. That's rain. Is yeah. it rainy? Yeah. Holy cow. I thought like your AC kicked on or something. Sorry to interrupt Molly's you. Molly's eyes got really big. It's, like oh my the gosh. sky was falling. Well, no, it yeah. Could you be. guys might Holy be able to crap. hear that. This will be our first recording where we have like a storm going on in the background. Because it's usually so beautiful yeah. here in St. Augustine. I know. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Lizzie. Oh, yeah. So people never like know how to take us. Like, are we sisters, mother, daughter? Like, because I don't know. It's like a close enough age gap that you're not sure. And yeah. like Lizzie, I don't think ever knows how to like explain who we are to each other it's like this is this like random neighbor girl that's taking me on yeah. all these things yeah. but yeah so i don't know we coined um, like sister cousins. Sisters. oh yeah. okay okay and at we coined that at harry potter so like i just like drunkenly told this like beautiful <laughs> irish nobody will understand that <laughs> that my sister cousin was in ireland and i was like super proud of that fact but he just like smiled politely and was like okay yeah. Keep playing my song now. Shortly after he retired, <laughs> just like I gotta get out of here. Some weirdos here at Disney. <laughs> but oh my god! So yeah, cheers, Lizzie, if you're listening. You made the Irish episode. <laughs> That's but, funny. Okay, so what? Do you have any other awesome places that we should check out that aren't in St. Augustine? No, you know we had mentioned before Savannah dyes their river green mm-hmm. for St. Patty's Day. There's a couple more around the country. So um, I've never been to any of these cities for St. Patrick's Day. So if anyone out there has pictures, you know we would love to see them and share them of you partying it up for St. Patrick's Day by the rivers. So they're in Savannah. We talked about that's where Haley got Riley, <laughs> and you were there like a week before. Chicago, San Antonio. So Megan, I don't know. Oh, yeah. If if you were there last year for St. Patrick's Day. Indianapolis, which is kind of random. Yeah. Um, Charlotte, Tampa. No way. I didn't know Tampa did. Yeah, Neither. they've only done it for like the past – it's been less than a decade since they started doing that. Um, and Washington, D.C. So one of these days, Chris, we'll see a green river. Yes. You saw green fountains. Green fountains. That was cool. I, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be hard to tell the river actually looks green. Like how much food coloring would you have to put in? I don't in? know that it's food coloring. Well, I know. I'm sure <laughs> Chrissy's it's... there with her little drops, like the sheet of her people's beers. Green jello <laughs> packets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm no, sure I it's didn't... something like biodegradable, but still, yeah. like how much would you have to put in to dye a green? That's crazy. I don't know, but if you see pictures, I mean, it's definitely yeah. green, green, green. No, but that was really a good um, shout out. We want to hear all about your 
St. Patrick's Day celebrations in your towns and your cities because I'm always looking for something cool to do for St. Patty's Day. Just try to convince us to leave St. Augustine yeah. and go somewhere else. <laughs> it's got to be really good. Because mm-hmm. remember, we're from Scranton. That's right. We know St. Patty's Day. Yeah. <laughs> Even though like neither of us have really gone to the parade. <laughs> like since we were children. <laughs> but tons of our friends have, yeah. you know. Yeah, we're living through them. Um, okay, so what else do we have for this episode? I don't know. I'd like to do like a quick PSA, the more you know. Okay. Because this is something that we learned, Chris, like not too long ago. But one of our most popular St. Patrick's Day drinks is the Irish car bomb. And if you don't know, that's actually pretty offensive to a lot of Irish and English people. Um, it dates back to referencing like the car bombings during the Northern Ireland conflict. Um, you know, back in, I think it started like in the sixties. So we were at, um, Epcot for food and wine in November of 2021. And I feel, well, I don't remember what the boys really ordered, but in my mind it was just bing bong. Yeah. Like we want some bing bongs. And that was their polite way of ordering Irish car bombs. Was that our waitress, um, that told us that we were at the Rose and no i think one of the boys was like literally just remember like don't say irish car bomb because she was english yeah and so they were trying to be respectful and they ordered they didn't say bing bong i think elias kept saying bing bong yeah and that stuck in my head (laughs) but anyway you can call it an irish slammer an irish bomb shot which i want to say irish bomb pop (laughs) but (laughs) irish bomb shot or a dublin drop um but I had mentioned before I was in Richmond last week and my friend had ordered, we were out one night, the car bombs. And I remember saying, don't say that they're bing bongs. <laughs> bing bong is not. Yeah, do the, not order a bing bong. Like, the bartender God knows will not what know what you're talking about. <laughs> but I like, I like the Dublin drop. Yeah, I the think Dublin that drop sounds cute. But anyway, so that this was something that we really didn't know yeah. up until a couple of years ago. So we're just passing on yes. our knowledge. There we go. That's a, a resource mm-hmm. in our ridiculousness. Hashtag the more you know. <laughs> <laughs> so what is in that? That's the Guinness with the Baileys, right? Oh, so yeah, you have, you know, like maybe half a pint or a third of a pint of Guinness and you drop um, Baileys, Irish cream and Jameson. Typically oh, they're in a shot glass, you drop it yes. in. Well, that's so again, it's mostly us Americans who drink that because that like in Ireland, it's um, what's the word? Oh, sorry, Pappy Smith. What's the word I'm looking for? It affects the integrity of your perfect Guinness pint. Oh yeah, they would never ruin that, yeah. right? So That's it's like kind of an American thing. Yeah. yeah, and also because of the name that we commonly use here in America. Yeah, they just don't want anything. Well, to yeah, do they're with probably it. like, why are you ruining this delicious beer by putting? Other things that are great by themselves all mixed together in it. And we did talk about this in that food and wine episode because mine, I have never finished one before it starts curdling. <laughs> and I felt really sick the day I left Richmond. And I think it might be because I drank all my the curds in way. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Well, so I could not remember, um, like, how to make one. And so I was in Ireland with my parents um, and Phil drink. Um, so we we went there like we'd been a couple times and like we went back with my parents and wanted to take them to some of our favorite bars over there. So we went to this um, Irish bar. I think it's called Patrick's. It's like the only bar in Doolin. Um, and so we'd go and like listen to music and order beers. And my mom's not a huge adventurous beer drinker. And then basically they just had like Irish beers and wine and whiskey. 
And I don't know why she wasn't drinking wine. Like, we were all drinking beer, so I think mm-hmm. she just wanted to be on the, like, Irish bandwagon. <laughs> um, so she got Guinness, and she was just like, ah, but, like, let's get the um, Baileys for it. So that's why I was asking. I couldn't remember that Jameson was supposed to win it, because she just got a shot of Baileys and a Guinness. Oh, no. And, like mix them no and it was it just like instantly started curdling oh, God. so then we got like a spoon and we're stirring it like we were those americans and then we're like giggling because i'm like mom drink it drink it it's oh curdling my. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like when she, she like to her credit she drank it all but like it was like a cement mixer had no, dried yeah like. <laughs> yeah oh that's nasty Oh, my God. But, like, we... Well, way to man up, TJ. Yeah. I still have pictures. Like, we were sitting in front of this all red wall, and, like, we are just looking at each other laughing so hard because I'm like, you have to drink this. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Yes, and it's not a full Guinness. Add the whiskey, like, Jameson yeah. or whatever, well, you know, and like, just drop the shot in and shoot it. That's how ridiculous we are. We're like, can I have this and this, and I'm going to create my own cocktail. It's not like putting cream in your coffee. No. <laughs> We learned. No, that's funny. Okay, well, then we got to do some St. Patty's Day Fast Five. Okay. It's time for our Fast Five. <laughs> um, all right, number one, Molly. Yeah. Um, what is your St. Patty's Day bucket destination? Dublin. Nope. Now, what'd you say? Doolin? Doolin? Yeah, I want to go to Patrick's because St. Patrick, and oh. I want to get a real Guinness Forget about the Baileys. Just, <laughs> just want the Guinness. Yeah, no, that would be a great place. It's such a cute little town. Oh, are you talking about for St. Patrick's Day? Yeah. Oh, well, I'll go there anytime. So, yeah, okay, St. Patrick's Day, too. <laughs> Sorry, that was the most non-answer. No, okay, Doolin. <laughs> Doolin, final answer. <laughs> Can okay. I phone a friend? <laughs> okay. Number two. Um, your go-to St. Patty's Day drink. Oh, Guinness. That's I love question. Guinness. Yeah. I'm learning to really like it now. You used to only drink the top off my Guinness. I know. <laughs> I like the head. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. So number three. Favorite Irish band. It doesn't have to be like from Celtic Fest. Just like any Irish oh, band. Oh, God. Any well, time Celtic of, Thunder. Any time of day. Celtic Thunder? Right. Yes. <laughs> We're going to have to play you some Celtic Thunder. You can't be judgy about my answers. <laughs> That's two. Okay. <laughs> You've given me crap about All right, number four, no judgment. <laughs> okay. Funniest moment from Celtic Fest. Oh, I think I had to pee as usual, and I came out of the porta-potties, which sucks. I hate using porta-potties, which is why you should get the VIP pass to have exactly. the... I think they're probably still porta potties, but only but they're fancy. Yeah, and not as many people get to use them. But you guys were all gone. I, you, it was like a high school. That was really funny. Trick. That yeah. was all me. I was like, guys. I think I was, and I was pretty drunk, and I didn't see any of you, so I just sat down on the chairs, like in the back, because they had chairs lined up for the bands, like if you wanted to sit in the back, and I, yeah. I just sat there. Or when we found um, Jonathan Rayner's friend by the dumpster. And then he, oh, like, he came like, and hung out with us. Yeah. Oh, my God. We're like, why funny. are you hanging out here? <laughs> was this the same night or a different night? And he had, like, a box of shots? That, oh. Uh, that was, that was no a name. different. Yeah, that was yeah. a different time. <laughs> Which is also a pretty good um, bar for St. Patty's Day. Weekend. I didn't even think of that. But that's a good bar for any 
any day. Oh, God. Well, when we hit on you, though, because I just, like, had this idea, like, okay, guys, like, we got to hide on Molly. It'll be really funny. We'll take pictures of her. And, like, I just was, I yell scatter, you know? So Phil runs and, like, hides <laughs> behind one of those chairs. It's a white folding chair in, like, an empty field. Like, he was not hiding. Like, but then... But it was, to his credit, it was dark. Yeah, all right, it was dark. <laughs> and then me and Rainer ended up hiding, like, I don't know, by one of the tents or something. And we, we could see you, but you couldn't see us. And so I'm, like, giggling and taking pictures. And you looked so sad. He's like, I can't. Oh, I can't. He's like, I gotta go out there. I was like, wait, no. No. <laughs> But yeah, it lasted for like two seconds, but it was oh, funny. Yeah. It's so mean. I know. We're I awful. feel like the kid in school that nobody <laughs> likes from that story. <laughs> You're the mean girl. Just for a second. <laughs> All right, number five. Would you rather go to St. Patrick, the St. Patrick's Day Parade in Scranton every year for the rest of your life or go to Hollow Scream or Hollow Halloween, <laughs> Halloween or Nights one time? <laughs> this is the worst question. <laughs> <sighs> Scranton. I would go to Scranton. Scranton forever. Yeah. Forever. Sure. Oh, my God. I'm not falling Boo. into your trap, Benjamin. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Ready for your fast. I'm ready. My fast five to you. Okay. Number one, what is your best St. Patrick's Day memory? Mm. It has to be the Haggis uh, Celtic Fest. Getting the whiskey. Yeah, and just, like, all all four of us were just, like, in the same drunken zone at the same time, yeah. dancing, laughing, and, like, singing to music that we didn't know, and we were, like, singing the words like we knew them and just screaming haggis. Yeah, that was so fun. Yeah. Okay, what's your favorite Irish symbol? Oh. Mm, probably, like, a Celtic knot that they put on the ring. Oh. Like, that's the first one that came to my mind. The other one is, like... You know, like the heart that the two hands hold, mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah, but not that one because I feel like everyone in high school had that. I did. Yeah, yeah my dad brought that back uh-huh. from Ireland for me. I remember. <laughs> okay, um, who's your favorite Irish person? Irish person. Yeah, mm, I would love to meet Bono. Oh, so you two was like a second to Celtic Thunder for me. Oh my god. <laughs> They've definitely never heard that before, and you just made their life. <laughs> they are very good. I've yes, never, they about, are. I've never yes. seen you two, so but, oh, we'll have to go too. see you two, yes. and then I'll let you know who is better. Okay. I've seen you two; they're amazing. Well, fun fact: Marquette basketball, my alma mater, their warm-up song was to um, "The Streets Have No Name" because, like, at the beginning, it's all that instrumental stuff, and yeah. they would come running out in the court, all the lights were off and stuff. Kind of like Crazy Train, like the beginning yes. of that song is awesome, and then I'm over it. <laughs> kind of. That's, anyway. Okay. <laughs> All right. Celtic so. Thunder. Awesome. <laughs> For the win. Um, oh, favorite Irish food. Ooh, that's a good one because there's so many. Um, I think one that I can have would be Guinness Stew. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good hearty choice. Yeah, because when we were over there, there was like all these like cottage pies and fish pies mm. that were amazing. And they do like this like twice baked whipped potato on top, but they mm. all have like cream or milk or something delicious yeah, sure. that I can't have. So that would probably be my favorite, but the one that I can actually enjoy is the Guinness too. So when you grew up, like did your mom or your dad make corned beef and cabbage for St. Patrick's oh, Day? Oh, yes, because Nana was like as Irish as you can be. 
and um, they did that, and they made Irish soda bread mm-hmm. and the mashed potatoes, and then all the leftovers we would make um, potato pancakes with Ew. the next day. Yeah, it's so good. You like fry little pancakes out of mashed potatoes. So no. good. And mashed potatoes is on one it. of my favorite foods. Yeah, no, I always hated potato pancakes. So good. Even tried one with applesauce on them. Did you do Irish food for St. Patty's? Yeah, I feel like my mom made um, corned beef and cabbage a lot, but I don't like it. I don't like um, cabbage, like, still to this day. I love cabbage, but I didn't like it back then. Um, I don't remember mashed potatoes because those are my favorite, but the um, Irish soda bread, I loved that. Yeah. But I like Reuben's. Yeah. I don't like corned beef. Well, I agree because Reuben's, they're, like, cut thinner, more like deli meat. Yeah, but I don't like sauerkraut. I don't like Swiss cheese. But it's all good when you mix it together. Yeah, like Thousand Island, like, maybe on a burger once in a while, like, like McDonald's secret sauce or something. So but, you need to like go a Big Mac sauce. You and everyone listening go to Animalies because they do um some really great authentic tasting or at least how I grew up eating St. Patty's Day food. So Chrissy, authentic yes. St. Patty's Day. <laughs> yeah, like American <laughs> authentic, authentic Irish food. No, Jones <laughs> Irish food. <laughs> Jones O'Leary Irish food. But um, they do this sandwich that they're like almost famous for. It's called beef on a weck. Yeah, that's on Sundays. Yeah, that's and a it's, Pittsburgh thing. They put like the um like Buffalo, that York really area. salty bread. Yeah, yeah. My parents love that. Yeah, we had friends who used to live here. Um, most of them still do. From it was like Western PA or you know the by Buffalo, New York, and they just love that because that was a tradition up there. Yeah. Anyway, all those gross corned beef things all together in Reuben, They're delicious. <laughs> We'll have to do that this year because I made Irish soda bread. Um, I don't know. One time I got like really into it and like made a whole bunch of Irish oh, really? food. Yeah. Oh, cool. We'll do that this year. Okay. Last question. Have you ever found a four-leaf clover? Yes. Really? I used to find them in Pennsylvania all the time. I used to look for them all the time. Really? I don't think I ever found one. No. I mean, I would always have to like walk the field because we had horses um, or I had a horse. But um <laughs> I remember, like, walking the field, either at my house or, like, at the stables and stuff, you know, like, pick up all the stones and crap and spread the manure. And mm. um, then, like, you would just see them all the time. Oh. Yeah. No. Nope. So they're real. They exist. And you've been very lucky throughout life, haven't you? I mean, I'm still alive, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, Winning. Something's working. <laughs> Thank God for those four-leaf clovers. <laughs> oh, that was a good, that was fun. I can't wait. I know. It's right around the corner. I know. This is like a, um, I don't, timely episode because mm-hmm. we are going to be going to the whiskey tasting this weekend. Yeah. So, yeah. Yay. Awesome. Maybe we'll see some of you guys there. Mm-hmm. So, we need to get some green Irish Boozy Blonde shirts that oh, people yeah. can see us. And we need like fan photos. Like, we want to see you guys all decked out in your green. Yeah. And we'll share that. That'll be really fun. I always need inspiration for new St. Patty's Day yes. stuff. All so right, that so would be great. We'll share ours. You guys share yours. and We'll, <laughs> we'll some... show you ours if you show us yours. <laughs> we'll get some great ideas. Oh, my God. All right. We better end it on that note. All right. Well, happy St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> All right. Cheers, guys. That's it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back soon with more boozy fun. Well, and make sure to follow us on social media so you can get uh, the drink of the day on Wasted Wednesdays. On Facebook, we're forward slash boozy blondes. On the gram, we are at boozy.blondes and on youtube we're forward slash boozy blondes visit our website for recipes and references from each episode at www.boozyblondes.com 
We'd love to hear from you. So send us an email sharing your boozy stories and requests and pictures at boozyblondespodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you never miss a chance to drink with us. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and more. And don't forget to leave a review. The boozier, the better. If we love your toast to our show, we'll read it on air. Stay boozy. Cheers. Cheers.